your side. Julius Peppers, Jared Allen, Devin Hester, and London Fletcher are among the 25 semifinalists for the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 24 announced today. College Hoops, the Iowa men back in action tomorrow night hosting North Florida. The fourth-ranked Hawkeyes women off until Saturday when they host Bowling Green. NBA tonight, final games of group play in the in-season tournament. The Timberwolves and the Bucks can clinch group titles. I'm Doug Thompson. For the win! From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, where every Tuesday get two-for-one on the best wings in town. Score! This is Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. Hi, Miller Condon. Welcome back. Hour number two, Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. With you here until 1 o'clock. Murph and Andy take over for us the drive with Heather and Sean from 3 until 6 o'clock. Um... Award season going on like crazy. Mm-hmm. A lot of pushback on the Broyles Award. Um, I mean, Phil Parker could win this thing a number of years. And he's never won it. And he's never won it. Mm-hmm. Um, should this be the year? Yeah, it should be the year. Uh, talk about putting things together with duct tape and scotch tape yeah, but and a little Gorilla Glue. Yeah, They lose two first-rounders mm-hmm. at Iowa. Yep. Start right there. Yep. Though the defense isn't what it was a year ago, it's still, still pretty really damn good. good and kept them in a lot of football games. Without that defense, this is a team that's not bowling. Right. Not just not winning a division. They're 3-9. and nine. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. You put a top 60 ranked team, you know, average. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they have a losing record. What about the, I mean, uh, a number of folks think it's Sharon Moore's mm-hmm. uh, home free because he took over Michigan. And the pushback, and I think it's legit. Look, the only reason he was in that spot is because his boss was suspended. Your program was cheating. Right. That should not be something that is a feather in your that cap. That elevates you into the right. award-winning status. That should not be it. Because Kirk Ferentz was not suspended, that should not be a detriment right. to Phil Parker. Yeah. Who, if Ferentz would have been suspended, it wouldn't probably have been Phil Parker. Oh. Who, what did a member I, 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 I don't, well, no, 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 no. Lafar. Maybe I think probably would. That's a, I wonder what they would have done. There's a let's text the guys. They're meeting with Kirk later this afternoon, right? They are. Yeah, they're meeting with players this morning. I saw some what, of the quotes coming out of and, it. and take suspension out of it. Kirk's sick. Okay, good. Kirk yeah, has put it that way. Yeah, you know we saw Bielema a couple years yep. ago wasn't able yep. to come to connect. Yep, that happens. Mm-hmm. Who I think Phil Parker's too important to his spot. I don't think it would be him. Who is the acting head coach? If something like that happens. Do they have somebody that's listed as assistant head coach? That's a great question. Part of his t- job title? I gotta. I want to look this up now. Look, because, for, look for Woods. It might be him. I don't think he is. Because usually it would be what? The associate head coach, something like right. that. That's usually the terminology yep. that we see. So it would be part of the game notes. All right, game preview. And mobile app, no, game notes. All right, we'll kind of go through here. And take a look at all the different coaches and if they have any of those associate titles that are in there. All right, we're scrolling through. It's going to take a while, as you know. Uh, right, Brian Ferentz, offensive coordinator, quarterback coach. Um, Here we go. Yeah, Phil Parker, defensive coordinator, secondary coach. Lavar is just special teams coordinator. Yeah. There is nobody that has that, that. designation. Would, like a Jay Neiman? I'm looking at him, yeah. Assistant D-line and uh, defensive recruiting coordinator. Because Jay Neiman's, has he been a head coach before? 
Well, he's relatively new back to the program, right? Uh, how long has he been back there? He was a defense. Let's see. I'll bring up his resume. Da, 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 his bio. Where has he been? It wouldn't Just be Brian. <laughs> it, it, you can't. No, it would be. So Neiman was assistant head coach at Drake, but never a full. He was head coach at Simpson from 02 to 07. How about that? How many staffs are there that don't have a coach on there without head coaching experience? I mean, Jade Neiman would be the guy when you're looking at experience. Bournet, no. Mm-mm. Abdul Hodge, no. Copeland, no. Betts, obviously, no. I think that's. I think Jay Neiman would be the actor. They would head be coach. the guy that they would tap, huh? Because he's the only one with head coaching experience. Mm-hmm. Is there another Power Five program that has that? I mean, off the top of my head, I don't know the right. answer. I'd be surprised if there isn't. Um, but it works. It works. How long has Parker been there? Twenty something. Has he been there the whole time? From the beginning. From the beginning. He has had basically two jobs in his life. It's unbelievable. unbelievable. Michigan State. Yeah. And came with Norm mm-hmm. after their connection there. Mm-hmm. Norm came from Vandy. And from one Parker to the next, no relation. What, no a, what relation. a run. Yeah. What a run. Uh, well, we'll you remember we'll when see. he got the job? When Phil, we talked a lot, obviously, about the offensive Yeah, career. I do, but I don't remember I mean, what, what, in what respect. Well, Was there, there pushback? There was. See, I don't remember that. Because when he took over, when Norm got sick, uh-huh. it didn't go very well. And it was him and all oh, the old linebacker coach. Oh, what was his? I name? just remind my Norm Parker memory. Is- Wilson. Wilson was the guy's okay. name who they kind of took over together. He was also the special teams coordinator. He was awful, and I hated that guy as a coach because their special teams were brutal during that time. Yeah, and they brought in a coordinator, and boy, look what happens. Amazing what happens when you bring in a special teams. You know, I have right? certain tenets of football that I argue about. Fix your offensive line. I, it doesn't matter the level. I don't care if you're talking about sixth grade. I don't care if you're talking about the NFL. How this is such a difficult thing for so many organizations and teams, I will never wrap my mind around. And another thing, special teams are important. Mm-hmm. And there are programs and there are organizations mm-hmm. that just don't look at it. And it finally happened here with LeVar Woods. And you've seen what's been able yeah. to happen last week aside. Yeah. Iowa State finally got one this year. And look Boy, what happens. It, it, it helps, it huh? Happens. It happens. It helps without a doubt. I am not... A football savant by any means, but there are certain basic tenets that I cannot wrap my mind around. That is definitely one of them. Where were we going? Oh, yeah. Daryl Daryl Wilson was the guy's name. Daryl Wilson. That I was thinking. But when Phil got the job, you had that norm, and a lot of people pointed back to the Arizona State game in 2004. That was kind of his first dry run. Phil was, uh, or Norm was out on that one, and it was awful. There were just the moments that, was that it a came late up. Late Saturday night game. It was, was yeah, yeah, 2004. It was yeah. way back, but that was the first time. Like, mm-hmm. no, this guy, he doesn't have it. <laughs> Great defensive line. He can coach, coach secondary as a coordinator, though. He's over his head. And here we are. Yeah, here we are indeed. Uh, let's spend a couple of minutes on the NFL. Vinny Iyer is coming up in 10 minutes. Uh, who's the best team in the NFL right now? Is it, is it the Eagles? No. I don't think it is either. The Niners are favored in Philadelphia yeah. this weekend. As they should be. I agree with you. And that's, on, that's one of only two games in the late window. How about that? Only two games. They moved. And the other one's kind of intriguing, too. Uh, who is it? Cleveland and the Rams? Yeah. Two teams fighting for playoff berths. Yeah, but this the Eagles, Niners, yeah. that number is going to be through the roof. Television-wise, uh-huh. oh my God, so many eyeballs on that game rematch of the NFC Championship game. Will Brock Purdy get to play a full game against those Eagles this <laughs> year? Would it have been different if he did last year? Um, it It's starting to me, at least to me, 
Because I'm I'm throwing the Lions out after this after Thanksgiving. That was enough for you. That was enough for me. I I think it's Dallas, not in this order. I think in this order, it's Niners, Eagles, Dallas. But I think I'm down to three in the NFC. Trent, I think the AFC, even though we've the Chargers stink, mm-hmm. Burrow is out for Cincinnati, which just is a huge punch in the you know what. I don't think the Chiefs are as good as they were last year. There's still something missing on this football team. Their offense came to life in the second half against the Raiders this week. Is Baltimore the team to beat in the AFC? No, it's still the Chiefs. It's still the Chiefs to, for you? To, beat, to be the man, you got to beat the man. And until that happens come January... I got to see it. Mm-hmm. Five consecutive AFC Championship games in Arrowhead, three appearances in the Super Bowl. I have to see it. Baltimore, there's some warts on that resume from Harbaugh, too. There's some playoff yuck over the last decade since their Super Bowl that you're kind of left scratching your head. I need to see it from them. I think they're more complete this year. I mean, the loss of Mark they Andrews are. is huge. It is. I think Lamar Jackson's playing his you know what off. How about this? Zay Flowers, a terrific addition. I had uh, something in the notes I wanted to throw your way. How many teams can get to the Super Bowl right now? From what conference? Both. From both conferences? Well, I think three in the NFC. You do believe that Dallas can get there? I do. You think Dallas can go into either Philadelphia or San Francisco and win that game? Um, there's two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we saw them try to go in San Francisco earlier this year. It didn't work out. And the same thing in the AFC. Who can... Because Baltimore, Kansas City, I don't buy the Jacksonville Jaguars. Same. The Miami Dolphins mm-hmm. have shown when they play a team with a pulse, they're not ready. Pittsburgh's not going anywhere with no. Kenny Pickett. I'm sorry. Cleveland Cleveland doesn't have a quarterback. Indy, come on. No, no shot. Denver, Houston. No. There no, are only no. four teams that can yeah. get to the Super Bowl on November 28th. Yeah. And I don't think this is a hot take. I don't think it At is all. either. No, I do I do want to say something about my squad, who I've been pretty hard on. Yeah. Um, it was one in five. They're six and five. Yeah. They're going to the. There's there's a pretty good chance they're going to make the playoffs. They've won five in a row. It's incredible. I don't think that they've been the best team on the field every week. They nope. were last week. Yeah. Uh, for the first time in a long time, I turned my TV set to it uh, whatever game was on late and thought, all right, Denver deserved that one. Uh, Russell Wilson has played way better than last year. Sean Payton has been worth the money in the draft picks that they gave up. But back to your. There's only four. <laughs> you love those parlays, right? Or those teasers? Exactly. The exactus, excuse me. Yeah. Well, you only got four teams to play but with. You can't here. bet them anymore, I don't think. Oh, Not really? at the price you could before the well, season, sure. obviously. Yeah, yeah, obviously. I mean that that's gonna change. Is this a time where if those exactas are back out there, mm-hmm. if there's only four teams, well, there's who, only certain who, combinations. That's true. And if you can find one that you like, you know, find uh, give me the key and the give me the I'll take the Ravens and I can mm-hmm. you know put it to both ways to the uh, to the uh, Eagles and the Niners. Uh, who are we missing? It would have to be the Cowboys. You think Atlanta? It's no. No. God, no. The Seattle? No. no. Vikings, Green Bay? No shot. I can't believe we're at this spot, but I just. It's not even December and we're down to four. That's... Doesn't that feel like that to you? Yeah. Well, what are all four of those teams right now just to win the Super Bowl? Oh, short prices. There's no, none Here of them have to be double digits. Well, and if. All right. Four to one on the 49ers. Plus four twenty five on the Chiefs, plus four fifty on the Eagles, and the Ravens are eight to one. The Ravens are the longest price, and right now the super the AFC goes through Bolt. I well, if you bet all four of them, one of the four win. You still at, make money. At, at worse, uh-huh. you get that four to one on the 49ers, and you made your money back. Mm-hmm. You put even money on each of those, same mm-hmm. amount on all four. 
Who's upsetting that? The Dolphins? Come on. No, no way. The Cowboys? No I chance. think, what, what are the Cowboys? 9-1. I was going to say 12, 9-1. to one. Lions 12-1. to one. No. Jags 15-1. to one. No. And then after that, it's a precipitous drop. After the Jaguars, it goes to the Bills at 50-1. to one. Yeah, Bills had their chance in Philly this weekend. That was uh, that was one that got away. That was one that got away. Josh Allen's got this receiver wide open in the end zone. Went over the wrong shoulder. The kid turned the wrong way. Speaking of turning the wrong way, how did Addison not catch that ball on the sidelines last night? Um, I mean, Dobbs was terrible. Dobbs was terrible all night long. But he had that. That play was there. How do they? How does he not stay in bounds? I, the throw was too far to the sidelines. But I mean that was that's one of those ones you're going to look back on. Uh-huh. Minnesota might have been the team that was with Kirk Cousins. They got the Lions twice. Mm-hmm. What might that be the team? Might that be the team that was going to sneak up and 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 cut into this party? Uh, Eagles are going to be tough to beat. Niners are going to be one of those two teams. And then in the AFC, it's the Chiefs, it's the Ravens, it's no longer Cincy, which is too bad. Kenny Pickett can't lead your team anywhere. There, there's something missing on this. What's Jacksonville? Fifteen to one. Fifteen to one. Do you buy him? A little bit more than anybody else outside of the top two in the. I buy them more than certainly the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. I buy more than the Bills or mm-hmm. the Colts or the Browns or any other that muck down there. Your Broncos, I guess a little bit. I, I in fact, I would take them over Dallas to get to a Super. You Bowl. would. Did you take the Jags? Boy, Dak Prescott was really good on Thanksgiving. Jacksonville had Kansas City beat a year ago in the playoffs. They did. That's 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 true. Uh, let's get Jack in here. Then we'll get a break. Vinny Iyer is going to join us. More NFL conversation uh, coming up. Hi, Jack. What's on your mind? Kenny, I agree with you most of the time, man. But you're poo pooing my lion. <laughs> I just <laughs> I can't get past the Green Bay game. The 49ers lost three in a row, and you're fine with them. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, but it's hey, Jared. Uh, I mean, Kenny, uh, I think it looks the rest of our season. What have you got I left? Let me look at what you got left. I know you have the Vikings twice. Uh, yep. you, you've got uh, New Orleans this week. All right, that's winnable. At Bears, that's winnable. Home to Denver, that's winnable. Your toughest game remaining is at Dallas uh, on Monday Night Football, the 30th of December. So there's, you know what, I guess, yeah, I guess. They can still be in position. What? 12 and 5. What's the price? What's the price? Twelve? Did you say twelve to one? The Lions are twelve to one. Yep, to win the Super Bowl. Can I grab some of that, Jack? I don't know if I can. I mean, I've been a I've been a Lions fan my whole life, Kenny. Yeah. I just just don't know if I can throw my hard-earned money at that. I uh, I just can't get over the fact that somehow, some way, they lost to the Packers on Thanksgiving. This Packers team was dead, and Jordan Love outplayed Jared Goff, of all people. He's figuring it out. We don't play well on Thanksgiving. That's true, but you haven't had a very good team on Thanksgiving most years, Jack. (laughs) I don't have to tell you that. True. True. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll talk after the Dallas game. I can't. That? You know what? Uh, I'm counting on it, Jack. I love this time of year. Good to hear from you, brother. See you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Lions fans, chiming in. 
Uh, is Jordan Love, is he figuring it out? I think so. He was really good on Thursday. Speaking really good. of that. Boy, he killed, that team killed some parlays on Thursday, did it oh, not? Oh, yeah. He, oh, everybody started their parlay. How about a, your Turkey Day teaser? Oof. Done. <laughs> turkey Here, wasn't even in the oven. It was over. Here's this for you. Aaron Rodgers, through his first 11 games, 2,599 passing yards, 17 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, a 5-6 and six record. Jordan Love, through mm-hmm. his first 11 games, exact same passing yards, 2,599, yeah. 19 touchdowns. More touchdowns. Against 10 interceptions yeah. and a 5-6 and six record. Pretty similar, aren't they? They both sat. Oh, I hope this is wrong. <laughs> Wouldn't that just be the NFC, the Vikings and the Lions and the Bears fans? I mean, they can't go generational to generational. I'm not even going to go there. I can't even say that word with Jordan Love. Um, But he looked really good the other day. Uh, Vinny I will join us next. More NFL conversation coming up. Uh, Vinny from the Sporting News, Miller & Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106. Podcast. The Neighborhood Tavern at 1350th Street in West Des Moines is under new ownership. And it's now Bevy's Tavern. It's a great place to unwind after a long day, catch up with friends, catch a ball game over delicious drinks and tasty bites. Come eat, come sip, and come socialize. Bevy's Tavern with new ownership. At 1350th Street, just off 235. Meyer Squibb and Pfizer. Maybe you're thinking about franchises or purchasing a franchise. There's an experienced and trustworthy franchise lawyer right in your backyard. Don't waste your time or money searching for a lawyer out of state when Rush Niggett is here and ready to help your business. Hi, I'm Rush. I've specialized in business and franchise law for the past 25 years. I don't just want to be your lawyer. I want your business to succeed as much as you do. Your business needs Rush. Visit his award-winning blog at RushOnBusiness.com. It's good to have Rush on your... one 866 to learn more. Wondering if your roof is showing signs of damage or aging? Call the trusted team at Wolf Roofing, like I did, to have them assess your roof. They're a local company with 30 years of experience. After a thorough inspection, they'll provide you with an honest, free estimate, help you choose the best product for your home and budget, then get your project done in one day. Wolf Roofing knows your home is one of your greatest investments. Let them take care it for you. Call 515-225-8866 for a free estimate or go online at wolfbrewer 29. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-IA-WOLVES.COM. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller, with you until just before one. Trent's plays of the day. Circus Sports sponsor those coming up. Vinny Iyer from the Sporting News. He covers the NFL. Locked on podcast uh, covers fantasy uh, football. Uh, podcast coming out all the time. If your playoffs are starting and need a little help, I highly recommend uh, the work that Vinny and his company or his uh, crew do over there. Vinny, Trent, and Ken, thank you for coming on. Vinny, we just had this discussion. Um, we're about to enter the month of December. Still a lot of football left to be played, obviously. And it seems like we're, we've eliminated so many teams. In fact, 
Do, do, is the AFC more than just a Baltimore-Kansas City race at this point? Can you find somebody else that legitimately you can include uh, in Baltimore and Kansas City conversation? Are we missing somebody? Well, I think you have to look at the way things are lining up and the way the records are right now. And you can't totally forget about Jacksonville and Miami. I know Kansas City has had the win over both of those teams, so there's that. But I think the Jaguars have gotten better as the season has progressed, especially offensively in their passing game. When you look at the Dolphins, they're getting a little bit better, healthier defensively. They're taking some setbacks up front. They had to add Jason Pierre-Paul. That's how bad it is up front. But on the back end, Jalen Ramsey has made an impact in a short period of time returning. So I think those are the teams right now that you look at the standings. And the Ravens are kind of week to week. They're a little bit shaky. You don't feel always great about them. If they face an NFC team, they usually crush that team. But... AFC, it's a little dicey, right? I mean, you saw the Chargers that kind of shot themselves in the foot, but that was an interesting game for quite a while. So when you look at it, look, I don't think the Ravens are that world-beating team at all, despite what the record shows. The Jaguars, I think, just because they have all the elements, right, they can stop the run pretty well, make some big plays defensively, and now Trevor Lawrence is heating up, so that's the team to watch. And the Dolphins, Tua, I think you don't take them as seriously until they can get a breakthrough win against a better team. Right. It'll it'll be a few weeks before they get a challenge again against the Cowboys. I think is the next one coming up in that vein. So when you look at that, look, it's uh, not very easy behind those teams. You see the Bills fading, the Bengals are out of it. So I don't think we expected it to play that way. Where it's all pretty much circling back to the Chiefs. This kind of reminds me of when you didn't have anyone standing out in the AFC and then, okay, it defaulted to the Patriots, right? Yeah. That's kind of what's happening in the Chiefs scenario now, that you just go with the Chiefs until further notice, and then the field, if someone breaks through, they have to have a really special season to do so. So, speaking of Kansas City, we've been, well, they got Mahomes, 15, pretty good start, a defense that has improved immensely. And then last week, after getting down early against the Raiders, here they come, and here comes Rasheed Rice. Was this a mirage, or is this a sign of things to come? Mahomes, he's got Kelsey, and maybe he's finally found that number one wide receiver target now in Rice. Yeah, I think it's going to vary from week to week, and sometimes it will depend on the matchup. But And you look at the Raiders, I mean, they were a little bit weak in the middle of the field in coverage. Rice has pretty much been used as a big slot the way that Juju Smith-Schuster was last year. So he has the best way to get it done because he works in the middle of the field playing off Travis Kelsey now. I don't know if there's going to be any consistency with these guys. They still spread the ball around, and that's what they're going to do. I think that some ways we saw last year, because they didn't have a go-to wide receiver, they were a little bit dangerous. You didn't know where it was going. Different guys could get involved depending on the matchup. So they're still going to do that. This week it's looking good here for this matchup against the Packers. They are kind of the weakest in the middle of the field. We saw him on Ross St. Brown have that type of game. So, I think Rice can be that impact player in the middle for them. So that's how their offense kind of works. Uh, They're finding the running game again. So basically the Chiefs are going to try to beat you down the middle as much as they can going forward. And that includes Isaiah Pacheco and pounding him between the tackles. Uh, Let's go over to the NFC where clearly, and they'll play each other this week, which is phenomenal, the Eagles uh, and the Niners. Um, 
I guess I'd probably be bringing too hard on one game with the, with, I just go back to Thanksgiving. How'd the Packers beat the Lions? Uh, but they did and, and they beat them convincingly. Uh, Dallas has to be in the conversation in my mind. Uh, is it a four team, a three team? How about the NFC legitimate chances to represent the NFC conference? Vinny, how many teams? Yeah, the Lions I'm a little bit worried about just because they're new to this, right? I mean, they had a winning record last year, but it usually takes a while. There are a lot of young players there. Then you're worried about Jared Goff. But right now, you probably look at the Eagles, 49ers, and Cowboys standing out the most, for sure. I mean, that's how you break it down. And the Eagles uh, bought themselves a little bit of cushion, I think. So I think they can give up this game to the 49ers. They'll still have a lead in terms of the home field advantage. It's really the game that they need to focus on most here is the rematch against the Cowboys because you don't want to let the division go in and all of a sudden you're a wild card. So that's where the Eagles probably need to be focused most. So it's a game they can't give up. And look, they've had a lot of emotion and energy the past couple of weeks, right? Coming back to beat the Chiefs late, coming back to beat the Bills, playing nearly to the end of overtime to beat the Bills. Yeah. And then you have the 49ers. This is a good spot for them because, again, they played Thursday night. Mm-hmm. They're going to be rested. They're rather healthy right now. So I don't think necessarily this is Great spot for the Eagles to continue that. Just hard to do that, right, against that type of gauntlet. I don't think the Eagles fans are probably pleased that they had to play all those teams in consecutive weeks here in uh, big spots, right? They're all big, mm-hmm. prime games that everyone was looking at. So they'll be a little bit worn down, I think, for this game. The 49ers will probably come and rest it. That's why I think you saw the 49ers being favored in this game. I think it kind of threw some people off there to know that. But uh, that's the reasoning behind all that. So, Look, and you also look at the Eagles' weakness. It's pretty bad against the past. And you have a lot of weapons there that can do damage for the 49ers. So I think, on the other hand, uh, the 49ers don't have the greatest secondary either. So it'll be very interesting to see what team kind of responds well, maybe with the running game a little bit bottled up. I think the difference, however, could be Chris McCaffrey, just what he can do as a receiver in this game against Philadelphia. So it'll be very fun to watch, but... I would expect these teams see each other down the line at some point. Vinny, you uh, mentioned the Cowboys kind of in that mix. What is it? Is there anything about the Cowboys that leads us to believe that this year is going to be different? All right, so they'll take on the crappy winner of the uh, NFC South and beat them in the opening round. But what's different? Is anything different with this team to make them believe that they can go into Philadelphia in the playoffs? They can make their way to San Francisco in the playoffs and actually win a game? Yeah, I mean, that's the difficulty, right? We did see them on the same field as the 49ers. It wasn't close. No. We saw them on the same field as the Eagles, and it was interesting. There was maybe one or two plays that could have gone their way. And that's mm-hmm. the bottom line. They have to find a way to get past both of those teams. Can they get past one maybe this year? Yeah, but can you get get past both? That'll be interesting. So that's why, again, the Cowboys, more than anything else, to not have to travel to San Francisco or Philadelphia and need to get the home field versus getting the home field for the home field, if that makes any sense. <laughs> it's avoiding going out and playing extra games and just kind of getting that free ticket if you get that first round by that, okay, you're already in the divisional playoffs. You've reduced the amount of wins that you have to do here to get there. Like, that's the biggest difference, right, between the number one seed and the wild card. If you have a great record, simply have to play an extra game to get to where you want to be, and and we know – the more chances you have to lose, the, you're probably not going to get as far as you would like for the playoffs. So I, I do look at that being very critical. Can the Cowboys do it? Certainly. 
I think they're probably going to be 49ers fans this week to bring the Eagles back to them and then create an opportunity in that uh, rematch coming up. So uh, it's still a lot left to be played here. I think Lions are looking at, okay, they got an easy schedule. They can go through it, and maybe they got the ticket to the number one seed. But, look, the Lions are a flawed team. They have some issues. They, they're weak to weak a little bit, right? The Packers uh, were a matchup that they should have probably handled pretty easily. They didn't, and now – you look at them, they're only about field goal favorites going to New Orleans this week. So, look, I think there's still a little skepticism about the Lions and their defense and how it's going. But, again, I, I think any one of these four teams can end up with the home field advantage. Uh, Vinny, as we think back to – as you look back at this when it's all said and done, is one of the storylines this year going to be the uh, just the sheer number of starting quarterbacks who were unable to finish their season? Teams that had legitimate playoffs, hell, some of them Super Bowl – uh, vision. I mean, the Bengals clearly on on that list. Uh, Kirk Cousins was having a phenomenal year before he went down. Aaron Rodgers goes down three or four plays, whatever it was, into his season, for God's sakes. Cleveland uh, is without Watson now. Is this going to be, or can you recall, I'll put it this way, can you recall a year where this many starting quarterbacks on legitimate Super Bowl contending teams um, were were injured for most or all of the season? Yeah, I mean, it's been a while. I mean, I, the biggest devastating injury to me always stands out as Tom Brady in uh, 2008, when after that record season, he tears his ACL in the first game, and then the whole league was out of whack for a season, right? So I, I look at this, and you saw how many backup quarterbacks started last year. That was an NFL record. And then what did you have? You had teams drafting quarterbacks like nothing, right? There were like 15, 16 quarterbacks drafted because they knew this position was coming. Then you had... Guys like uh, Tyson Bajan yep. and Tommy DeVito that were high-priority free agents that were signed, and they've had to make some key starts for their team. So it's brutal. And the amount of teams that have had three starting quarterbacks to me or more is is getting nuts. And the Browns are on the verge of doing that, yep. you know, potentially with Joe Flacco this week. So I don't know. I, I think here's what's really happening. I think it, it's shocking the guy that's dropped back the most amount of times and has beaten up. The most has made every start, and that's Sam Howell. But that's what's happening, right? You have a lot of high-volume passing for all these teams, so there's a lot of dropbacks. These teams are throwing, some of these teams are throwing 65 to 70% of the time routinely in games. So more dropbacks means more chances for the quarterback to get hurt. So we always think about the running quarterback, but look, if the running quarterback is avoiding hits and sliding and getting away from it, they're, they're not going to be hurt as much, so... I think that whole notion, right? Look who's the healthy quarterbacks right now. Justin Fields, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, yep. Tyler Murray, who is, I mean, I know he hasn't played too many games coming back, but these are the healthy guys, the guys that are running around. So I think we're seeing in the league that, hey, you can get your quarterback hurt in any way. It's just about how many times you drop back and how many hits he's going to take. Vinny, our neighbors to the north uh, look to be in great position, a home game against the Bears, and Josh Dobbs, the turnover mm-hmm. bug, bit him in a big-time way. Last night, after the game, O'Connell said that they are going to evaluate the quarterback position. They have a bye week. Not only is Jaron Hall, who hurt his back, leading to, obviously, Dobbs having to go into that game against Atlanta. Nick Mullins is also back healthy and available. What do the Vikings do? What makes the most sense? What is the path for this team to win enough games and get into the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, this is tough, right? Now you look at Seattle, and they're going through a bit of crisis. they got to play at Dallas this week. And I had 
something that I picked earlier this season that I was writing off just a couple weeks ago that I had the Packers making the playoffs as a wild card because mm. of the Lions. And I'm starting to feel that a little bit more. I know the Packers have their hands full against the Chiefs yep. this week. That's not going to be easy. But you look at the situation, I mean, you're not going to have a lot of confidence in the Vikings or the Seahawks going forward, I don't think. Just the way they're playing, right? I mean, they're not kind of putting things together, putting teams away. So there's going to be some opportunities there, not just for Green Bay, but now all of a sudden the Rams are back in the mix. Here's a team that could make a playoff run. So a lot of interesting developments here happening late in the season. And, and so, I, look, I'm not going to rule out anything. I just know in the end you got uh, top-heavy conferences, right? I think yep. you look at the top three or four teams in each conference, I think the division winners are where it's at here in trusting someone to make a Super Bowl run. Yeah, you're right. The, the Rams are back in into the hunt, believe it or not. Uh, Vinny, we'll end it on this just because you're a Northwestern grad. David Braun is the Big Ten Coach of the Year. That was just announced. And deservedly so, in my opinion. Uh, seven wins. Who saw this coming? Yeah. Just a remarkable season. Going bowling. David Braun, uh, Coach of the Year. Prior to the season, Vinny, when we spoke, you didn't have the highest of expectations. You weren't alone. Uh, I guess uh, guessing pretty fun year as a North Western grad. Yeah, I mean, it started to be a slow play. Like, we didn't even know that Iowa game, you know, it didn't seem like it was that long ago, the Wrigley Field, the disappointment of that final score. But then you never thought that if you look back at that game, that was the game that decided the NFC or the Big Ten West, right? <laughs> so there's nobody would have thought that nope. if you retroactively looked at that game. Now, so it's kind of like old times, right? Iowa Northwestern battling for the West crown. So, look, I, I, I'm not envying Iowa this week. <laughs> Going to the Big Ten championship game, I don't know if I want to play in that and get beat hard by Michigan. But, look, it's good for them to get it done. But, yeah, I think they're something like 24, 25-point underdogs yep. against Michigan. I, I think we probably would have been like 35-point underdogs. So I have some sympathy with that. But, yeah. Everything is great. Now we're just going to see what bowl we get to. The, look, I'm hoping for the Pop-Tarts Bowl. <laughs> That's the bowl I want most because, again, I, I, I just want to see a bowl that you have an edible mascot for the first time. Indeed. <laughs> Something to be said for that. Vinny, <laughs> thanks for jumping on SportingNews.com. Fantasy uh, football as well. Locked on a podcast there. You do a great job, Vinny. Got a huge audience. Thanks for coming on, Vinny. We will talk to you in the weeks ahead. Appreciate it. Right, thank you, guys. Thank you. Vinny Iyer from the Sporting News as we check in uh, on the NFL. So you mentioned David Braun did yep. win the Coach of the Year in the Big Ten. Cooper DeGene uh, named both Defensive Back of the Year yep. and Returner of the Year. Found it interesting on Twitter, uh, Big Ten football's account as they're announcing these awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, the picture that they used... For who? For, for Cooper, Cooper DeGene. Was? Well, his Defensive Back of the Year is him returning a punt against Minnesota. Uh-huh. The other one did not have that one on the Returner of the Year. <laughs> Little, yeah, interesting. Could have found another picture. You would have thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's kind of a, a little salt in the wound. I was about to say. Uh, Trent's plays of the day coming up. Boy, have you looked at the basketball? There's one game. I mean, Miami, oh, Kentucky's good. There's so much more than that. I think it's hockey at the Millers tonight. Uh, Jets, Stars, one versus two Central Division. Speaking of that Miami, Kentucky game, yes. a play on that one. What is the number? Six and a half. 
Uh, Miami's one of those teams I never watch a lot, and they're always in the second weekend of the tournament. Lernig is a stud. He really is. We'll take it. Uh, we'll take those picks next. It's Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106. If you have a low interest rate on your property and a lower tolerance for tenants, then you have two choices. Sell it and say goodbye to a great investment or keep it. Hold on to that rate and let the professional landlords at Renner's Warehouse manage it for you. Why hire Renner's Warehouse? Because we free you to do the things you love, like take a vacation, have dinner with your family, or acquire more properties to achieve more financial independence. You already know that renting delivers cash flow, appreciation, and tax benefits. Renter's Warehouse also frees you from finding tenants, collecting rent, and handling those annoying 3 a.m. maintenance calls. The choice is yours. Sell your property, keep DIYing everything, or hire Renter's Warehouse to get the best of all worlds. You're free to cancel within 90 days and even get your management fees back. Go to Renter'sWarehouse.com today to book your free home rental price analysis or call 515-528- 44. Exclusions apply. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call one. Tell them Jeff sent you. Trent's Pick of the Day is brought to you by Circus Sports. Download the Circus Sports app today to play with Trent or against him. Hi, Miller Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Will you tune in tonight to the playoff uh, ranking unveiling at six? No, four-year-old basketball. More important. Yeah, gotcha. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll watch the program. Yeah. I'll watch the TV show. I will see the rankings and make my own determinations. I don't need those people making stuff. So up you to can tell me find them do. somewhere else other than yeah. watching on yeah. TV. Yeah. I'll be damned. It's only uh, worked for the last seven years to do it that way. <laughs> what are you going to wager on this evening? You can't yeah. bet on four-year-old basketball. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, please no. no. no, no. Uh, let's see. We got seven college basketball games. I, the NBA has me tr- intrigued tonight. The T NBA? Wolves can. Well, it's the last night of the tournament playing round. Timberwolves can clinch. A spot Have in. I missed anything by not paying attention to I this? I think so. I've, Have I? I've got into it more than Have I anticipated. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's sucking We're kind of the same on the NBA, so maybe yeah. I did miss. I think tonight, maybe you might find your way over to 668 okay. and watch the Timberwolves a little get, bit against the Thunder. Don't got to play in that one, but I'm going to be watching as a fan for that one. College Hoops. By the way, is that Giddy Kid still playing? He can't, can he? <laughs> no. No. Yeah. But, innocent till proven, right. etc. Yeah. Um well, those are damning accusations. Really ugly. Uh-huh. Wander Franco didn't play. That's right. So there's precedent anyways. We'll see tonight. Uh, Syracuse stinks. Give me LSU plus one and a half in the Carrier Dome tonight. How about Tennessee Tech? You want them? You no. get five and a half oh. at home? Yeah. How about a double play? We got Arkansas Little Rock laying two and the over against Ball State tonight, 152 and a half. I like Miami getting six and a half. This Kentucky team, very inconsistent. Give me the Hurricanes. Give me the Billikens tonight as well as they take on Utah State at home. St. Louis getting seven and wrap it up late night tonight. The running Rebs, UNLV, minus three and a half. All those picks, all my picks, 
all verified with the Action Network You app. can find them there. Darren Ravel out at the Action Network, by mm. the way. One, if there's something going on there, just leave it on his own to another job. Anyways, Murph and Andy, they've got a job to do, and they'll start in five minutes. They'll take you until three. The drive with Heather and Sean, three until six. Of course, every day starts anew local-wise uh, at 6 a.m. with the Morning Rush. We're Miller and Condon weekdays, 11 to 1 on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.